0: Almost nine o'clock. Are we to have the quorum, Brian?
1: That is correct, sir. We do. Yes,
0: Uh, colleagues. uh, Good morning and welcome. Uh, A special welcome uh, to the Minister of uh, Defence and Military Veterans. Uh, 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 Good morning, uh, Minister.
2: Good morning, sir.
0: How are you, Minister?
2: We are fine,
0: sir. We um, we are we are ready. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, <clears throat> yeah, of course, the minister uh, will be accompanied by the secretary. Good morning, secretary.
3: Good
0: morning chair. Good morning chair. And good yeah. morning minister. Good morning sir. And um, oh, on the platform uh, I see uh, the deputy minister. No deputy minister. I did not see your name uh, Good morning sir. Good morning. Good uh, chair. Committee members. Morning. Good, morning. good morning. Thank you very much. All right. So, colleagues, uh, thank you very much. And uh, I know there is a group here of council uh, in the meeting. Uh, advocate, uh, morning. Morning, good morning. Morning, Chair. Good morning. Thank you so much. Uh, colleagues, thank you very much. I welcome all of you to the meeting. Uh, we only have... long? Uh, uh, Four uh, items on the agenda. Uh, it's the preliminaries, uh, opening and welcome, uh, two apologies, three uh, is the briefing by the Minister of Defense, uh, an arms on the future of uh, Project Cairo, uh, Project Hotel, and uh, Wolf Yester. Uh, including past payments and plans to address the combat vehicle requirements for the South African Army. And two, the status of maintenance of the South African Air Force fleet by IDNL and other service uh, providers. And then um, we'll then consider the minutes, consider and adopt the minutes Uh, We have two sets. Uh, We must deal with this. Otherwise, uh, the house chair will uh, call me to order if I don't uh, ensure that minutes uh, get adopted. Um, And then we close the meeting. So these are the items for today. And um, without much ado, uh, let me check if there are any apologies, colleagues. Uh, Let me start with you, Brian. Brian, let me start with you. Are there any apologies? No, Chair, we do not have any apologies. Thank you. We do not have any apologies. All right. Uh, Let me just check on the side of the department. SecDef, are there any apologies? that you may wish to record?
3: We don't have
0: any chairperson, thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Zegdef. All right. Colleagues, I I said I would uh, uh, call uh, our researcher to uh, present the paper that I asked him to prepare, Um, uh, largely to recap, on the uh, past discussions, uh, on the issues that we are presenting today, uh, so that we don't cover the ground that we have already covered. And uh, so uh, I invite you, uh, Verim, Janse van Rensperk, Dr. Janse van Rensperk, over to you, sir. Uh,
4: Thank you very much, Chairperson, and uh, uh, to the members and minister and Omskore Personnel, uh, good morning. Um, Chair, you asked me to just briefly capture what was said in regards to some of the projects. Uh, in this paper, we didn't reflect on Project Hotel because that has been largely on track and no specific uh, discussions on hotel has been forthcoming. But to look uh, to look briefly at uh, the other projects, Project Hufaster, Briro, and then to look at the maintenance of the SA Air Force fleet, um, just as way of introduction in the paper that was distributed yesterday to members, I think it's important to keep in mind why why we look at these things, um, and it's in terms of Section Eleven Three of the nineteen ninety six white paper that states that the ISAF shall be a balanced, modern, affordable, and technologically advanced military force capable of executing its tasks effectively and efficiently. And for for the military to maintain this function and to To be a modern, affordable, and technologically advanced force, it needs refurbishment, it needs uh, maintenance of its prime mission equipment, and I think uh, that is part of, that's the context of today's discussion. In terms of Project UFASA, the first one, uh, the paper I did just gave a very short background uh, on what it is and um, that the military is looking to replace its aging RATL fleet. Um, Members are well aware of this project by now and we've covered it several times uh, in, in this uh, committee um, but uh, the what what is clear is that the project has been delayed by more than a decade um and that is a, a issue of concern I also picked up in the paper noted that project you there was noted as a casualty of the state capture at the null uh, according to the state cap uh, commission's um, report that was released recently um, and for members <laughs> Uh, if you want to see in the paper that I provided to you at the end, there is an extract of the uh, commission's report as it relates to the project of Iceland. In terms of this committee's work, the the more more recent work of this committee in relation to project. EISTER,
0: um, sorry, 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 sorry. There is a colleague uh, with an iPad. Chief of the Navy. Chief of the Navy please uh, may i request to sir may i request that
5: um
0: over to you over to you um uh, doc my apologies
4: uh, no problem. Chair, Um getting back to this committee's work on project two-phase there. Just a, a quick overview of the most recent discussions. In November 2020, OMSCOR gave a presentation to the committee and said that uh, um, project two-phase there has not shown any significance, uh, significant progress over the past year <clears throat> and the uh, development was initially contracted for 2012, but this has not been completed. Uh, members are well aware of that. Then in the December 2020, R. this committee recommended that the DoD, omscore and Donnell should jointly reevaluate the feasibility of Project Doofyster and present the committee with a way forward. Um, very important to this was the minister subsequent to the Armaments Acquisition Council meeting, where a decision will be taken on Project Doofyster should provide a detailed written feedback to the committee on the outcome and the way forward. Now, this response came in a way in May 2021, where the DoD responded to this, um, and the DoD stated that Project Blueheater made no progress during the quarter four of, of that year. The um, financial situation and challenges with human capital hampers this uh, SOD's ability um, to perform and on the contract on score. And crucially, here it said the future of the NAL is not yet being decided upon by Cabinet. Uh, the contract between Denel and Armscor is not feasible to the parties involved, and I think that is an important response from the DoD, uh, the non-feasibility of this project. Skip ahead to December 2021, um, the OMS Corps again reported that the DoD has been engaging on the matter of Project UFASTER and that there was no progress in this regard. And the latest input from this committee was in the in last year's um, R. Important in this Petrobar recommendation is uh, the fact that the Armaments Acquisition Council has not published the decision on the matter since 2019, following a recommendation from armscore uh, and this is of key concern to the committee. And therefore this committee requested that before the end of January 2021, the Minister of Defense and, uh, and the Armaments Acquisition Council submit in writing to the committee the reasons for the delay in a decision on the future of this project Um, and by when a decision can be expected and what the likely way forward is. I think that will be covered uh, to an extent in today's discussion, but feedback from the Armaments Acquisition Council is really critical, uh, given the recommendations that was made by this committee. Skipping ahead, uh, Chair, to the other project, Project BIRO. I'll go through this very uh, quickly. This is the replacement of the offshore and inshore patrol vessels for the SA Navy. And I think important uh, it was the issue around funding. Uh, If you look at what the committee discussed from December, 2020 to December, 2021 is, uh, at first there were indications from the uh, DOD uh, CFO that funding is not available for the complete project. And that there was gonna be a shortfall in terms of funding. Um, And this was confirmed in the DOD uh, uh, responses to the BRRR in May, 2021, where they said, that project buyer is not sufficiently funded uh, to honor the current contractual obligations. The special defense account reserves will have to be reallocated. Uh, when they reported in November, uh, OMSCO reported that there was some significant progress with the, with the vessels. And I think they'll report on that today. And uh, living close to Simonstown, uh, we saw the vessel coming, uh, one of the new vessels coming to the Simonstown harbor yesterday. So there is significant progress with the. Project, the only question that remains is on the funding. There was a shortfall of 184 million uh, rand for Project Pyro, and that was the committee's key concern over the past year is whether this uh, shortfall will be funded. So that's the key issue around Project Pyro. And then in terms of uh, the Air Force's maintenance, specifically by the NEL. In this paper, I provided a brief overview of some of the aspects that the NEL is responsible for in terms of maintenance in the Air Force. I think, again, Armscore will expand on this today. Uh, Danel is responsible for several of the aircraft's maintenance, uh, specifically the Roy Falcon Oryx, where they are the original equipment manufacturer. And then uh, around the the, uh, C-130 medium transport aircraft, they are also responsible, as far as I could determine, uh, for the maintenance of those uh, aircraft. Just to to take it a bit wider than the aircraft itself, um, uh, Danel Dynamic is... Is also the original equipment manufacturer for some of the Air Force's um, missiles, including the A-Darter missile and the Mokopa air-to-surface missile. Um, I'm not sure if that one is in service yet, but it is important to note that TANEL also provides missiles, and this committee has noted in the past significant delays specifically with the A-Darter air-to-air missile, um, and perhaps that could be brought into the discussion today as well because this is an important uh, aspect for uh, your force readiness. And lastly, um, when we speak about aircraft maintenance, um, in terms of the NEL, it's also to, important to take into account the NEL Uferberg test range, which is located at Air Force Base Uferberg in Verdalsdorp in the Western Cape. Uh, this facility provides aircraft evaluation and testing. And since this is a NEL facility, it could be of value to, to ask the department at OMSCOR uh, just to expand a bit on the operational uh, operational capabilities of this Denel facility, and whether there's any dangers posed to aircraft maintenance and aircraft testing in the Air Force uh, due to uh, this um, facility being under the management of Denel. Uh, the, the article, uh, the report I submitted to members also made reference to a, an article on the 15th of May 2021 that came out of the Mail and Guardian. Um, The article uh, was reportedly based on a letter from the uh, SA Air Force Chief Director of Force Development. And some of the aspects noted in this article was that Denel cannot deliver on its contracts with the Air Force, uh, specifically because most skilled and specialist engineers and uh, technicians have left. Uh, There was also an issue uh, around Denel Pretoria Metal Pressings, uh, which is contracted for aircraft power cartridges and small to medium uh, caliber weapons. And there was concern that uh, this facility of now is not delivering on those uh, munitions. However, in response, uh, uh, the spokesperson of the SINDF denied the situation was critical as not all SA Air Force aircraft maintenance were, was done with, through Denel. So. Uh, he it, it also noted that the Air Force has other maintenance and support contracts. Now, I guess this will become clearer today, but it's important to note this article uh, and the concerns raised in this article. Uh, the last um, part around this was just around the uh, A-Doctrine missile and the committee's um, input around the A-Doctrine missile and the slow progress in finalizing the uh, the A-Doctrine missile. And the question then arises is whether Denel can still deliver on this crucial uh, piece of equipment to the SA Air Force. Lastly, although the the committee, this is the first engagement of the committee dealing specifically with aircraft maintenance, uh, there's been some issues that that has been raised in the past which is relevant. In December 2020, the committee uh, noted that it encourages the the minister to relay to cabinet the dire consequences of any potential collapse of Denel. And these consequences will be for Arms Corps, the broader defense industry, and the SAADF's operational capability. And that's why it's important to have this discussion today. Uh, secondly, um, in the DOD in their R <clears throat> responses noted the following, and this is important for follow-up, is that the department attended to this matter as follows. Firstly, the DOD said that the matter was raised at the justice, crime prevention, and security cluster. Next, in May 2021, they said that the matter was taken to the National Security Council. Um, and third, the Minister of Defense and Military Veterans took the matter to cabinet. Um, the status and future of the SA defense industry, specifically Arms Corps and Danel, will be taken back to cabinet within the next few weeks. So this was just little less than a year ago. Um, and we can see that there's been uh, focus on the whole Danel issue. Um, and it was taken to cabinet, and uh, it, it would be good to follow up because there's a clear impact on our defense capabilities due to concerns around the NAL. Lastly, in the most recent Petroble this Committee said uh, that it noted with concern the situation of the Nell dynamics and its inability to make progress with the commercialization of the ADARter missile. And then, very importantly, members also raised the potential negative impact on the operational capability of the Air Force. Uh, Chair and members, those are the three issues uh, for discussion today, three of the four issues, and the, the discussions that this committee has had. At the end of the paper, there was a quick overview of the um, judicial inquiry into state capture and the specific references that this report makes to project Whoface there. Suffice to say, uh, in summary, is that this report um, quoted the chairperson of Danel as stating that project Whoface remains the biggest threat to Dannell the remains the single biggest program on the NEL's balance sheet, so that provides context from the NEL side. Uh, and a finding in terms of the uh, commission of inquiry, uh, one of the findings, the key findings, was that the award of the NELs contract for this project, Uface, to VR Laser, which is subsidiary of of the NEL, um, was found to be irregular. So just for context, that uh, there's more reading that members can do there, uh, but. Uh, Chair members, this was the uh, overview of the key discussions that this committee had around uh, these projects. Thank you, Jay. No, thank you
0: very much, um, uh, Dr. Janse van Renspeek for for this exercise, Um, so that uh, we we are all on the same page. And um, uh, now that we have done this, maybe it's the Right time to invite the minister to uh, introduce uh, the item, uh, item number three, uh, over to minister.
2: Thank you, Chairperson. Chairperson, the Deputy Minister and I are in the delegation led by the DEVSEC. I shall hand over to the DEVSEC to introduce our presentation to the committee on the matters we are on about today. Oh,
0: thank you very much. All right. Uh, uh, So, SACDEF, the minister has delegated uh, to you. Uh, Over to you.
3: Thank you very much, uh, Chairperson, and thank you very much, Madam Minister. Uh, Chairperson, we have the presentation on all the matters that have been raised uh, to be discussed today, uh, covering uh, those projects on Huf Acer, Bayro, Hotel, and then also uh, giving a look at our um, um, Air Force uh, fleet. Um, We have the CEO of AMSCO with us that has worked together with our colleagues from uh, DOD, which is Admiral Morris. And over and above this chair, we also have our chief of the Navy. We also have a, the, acting, the deputy chief of the, the Air Force that are here um, to, to take us through the presentation. So I'll hand over to them, Chairperson. Thank
0: you. Uh, thank you very much. Let, let me welcome. I'm sorry I omitted uh, doing this. Welcome. Um, uh, Mr. Lawrence Van Furen and uh, Miss Mbali Tzodetzi. They are both from the office of the uh, Auditor General of South Africa. Uh, you are welcome, uh, colleagues. Uh, thank you, Jay, good morning. Thank you so much, <coughs> All right,
6: uh, CEO, over to you, sir. Thank you, Chair, and uh, good morning to the members of the portfolio committee, uh, a warm welcome also to our minister, deputy minister, um colleagues from the DOD, uh score board members who are joining us this morning. My apologies. my
0: apologies. Um, I did not see them. Can you introduce them? Uh, maybe let me ask the chair, uh Philip Dexter, uh to do the to do the honors, uh, if you could just introduce, just greet us and introduce the team, uh, uh, chair. Uh, thanks very much,
7: chair. Um, I see the CEOs here, of course. I'm just looking through the list to see who else has joined us. Um, CEO, who else is with you?
6: Uh, where we are sitting, it's not. a uh, we, we can't really see who are the other members <laughs> okay
7: so i'll just have to apologize and say uh, all protocol observed from our side chair but we have members of the board and members of the executive team oh, i see the cfo is there the company secretary mr tefo i can see so i'm sure uh all protocol observed chair
0: Well, thank you very much, uh, uh, Mr. Dexter. The two of us exercise oversight over the entity. I'm happy that you are in the meeting um, so that um, if there are issues that uh, need uh, follow-up at your level, you are there to take it uh, to your board. Um, Thank you so much.
6: All right, CEO. Uh, Thank you, Chair. Um, Mr. Tefu will be... Uh, during the presentation, uh, the Chair, and uh, uh, I'm glad that you know some of the issues have already been highlighted by the researcher, which will obviously give a, a, a good context. But I think we will be delving into those issues, and thereafter, Chair, we will be uh, available for, for for the questions that the members will have.
8: Uh, thank you, CEO. <clears throat> Again, good morning, uh, Chairperson, members of the Portfolio Committee. Honourable Minister, the Deputy Minister, the sector, DOD officials and members of the UNESCO Board. Chair, as you have indicated, um, we'll start uh, and present on the the naval vessels, the infantry combat vehicle for the uh, South African Army. And lastly, we'll deal with the serviceability of the South African Air Force fleet. the the first uh, slide just introduces the, um, uh, just a picture of the initial patrol uh, uh, vessel. Uh, This is a contract that has been um, awarded to to Damon to deliver the initial patrol vessels. The contract um, was entered into in 2018 and uh, provides for the deliveries of the three vessels in 20 March 2022, June 2023, and September 2024, respectively. Chair, I think as the, uh, was said right at the outset, the um, delivery of the uh, first vessel is, is envisaged uh, uh, to take place. On the 24th um, of March, uh, the vessel has gone under sea trials in, in February. And we recently have had an engagement on Monday with the, contract, with the contractor. And it was again um, uh, reconfirmed that the vessel um, will be uh, delivered to the South African Navy in, in, on the 24th of March. The second vessel, the unit assembly is 78% complete. The hull assembly is 75% uh, complete. And 33 of the main, of the 46 main equipment, factory acceptance tests um, have been uh, completed um, successfully. On the uh, third vessel uh, chair, the fabrication of eight of the 21 sections are in progress. Um, The section fabrication is 29% complete and 11 of the 46 main equipment factory acceptance tests have been um, completed. Mm -hmm. The training for the, um, uh, the system training Health comments uh, in earnest, and uh, this will be completed in March um, 2022. Um, with regards the space, the first uh, batches were ordered and delivery uh, thereof is in progress. Chair, in terms of the um, um, uh, the schedule, uh, risk Chair, um, I indicated the um, the the first vessel will be uh, delivered in in March. Um, uh, and given the current vessel construction status, it is suspected that the the, the two last vessels, the second and the third, will be delivered um, ahead of schedule. And we are of the view that um, the uh, schedule risk um, is low, um, and no further delays um, are not um, foreseen. Just to deal with the with the issue of funding, um, as was indicated um, right at the beginning. Uh, when it was um, last reported, there was no funding. We can report uh, to the committee today that the sufficient funding has been uh, made available um, uh, to complete the, uh, the project. In terms of the future maintenance costs, um, uh, the annual operating and maintenance cost for the three inshore patrol vessels is estimated at um, 80 million. Um, as part of the submission of the of the bid uh, for the construction yeah. of the vessel there was an it was an an, an option to be exercised uh, and um and uh, for the fourth for the fourth vessel on the same price and conditions uh, as the um as the uh as the as the first three and that particular option has to be exercised by the 11th of july 2022. i will then proceed to the Hydrographic Vessel Project Hotel. The slide uh, uh, merely indicates the uh, picture of the survey motor boats. That's not actually the the hydrographic vessel, but the hydrographic vessel is depicted in the the next slide. Chair, the the construction of 10 out of the 10 blocks of the hydrographic vessel um, uh, is complete. The contractor is busy um, uh, with the equipment um, installation, which has also um, um, commenced in the earnest. And, the, and further to that, training has also uh, commenced. Uh, the delivery of um, the um, uh, vessel is expected to, to uh, take place in um, April 2023. And after delivery, there will be an interim support of 18 months, which um, then pushes this to um, October uh, 2024. As part of the uh, contract, the the contractor had to do the the hydrographic office, the hydrographic office, which is also 99% um, completed. The handover process has been um, completed and the interim support has commenced. The survey uh, motor um, boats uh, chair. Um, uh, the handover is complete, and the operational training, and evaluation will therefore, uh, for will therefore commence. The formal quali- qualification reviews are complete for both the survey motor boats uh, two and three, and the uh, the two motor boats, the last two and three, will be, will be placed into preservation and and therefore delivered with the the main vessel. When it comes to the sea boats, the sea acceptance trials are complete. And the sea boats will be placed uh, equally uh, into preservation and delivered with the hydrographic uh, vessel. On the schedule risks, um, the production phase is inherently a very short period because only a single ship is being uh, produced. we have, uh, in addition, um, amended the, the, the contract um, and uh, provided more time for the for the contractor to um, to construct the, the vessel uh, due to um, um, force majeure claims and other COVID-related claims uh, by 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 the by the contractor, and this therefore should enable the contractor to recover the lost time. Uh, Chair, um, um, with regards to the issue of funding, as it was uh, last reported, um, there the wasn't adequate funding, but we can report today that uh, Project Hotel is fully funded. On the issue of the future maintenance costs, the annual operating maintenance cost for the vessel is estimated at $50 million at the 2019-20 value. Uh, The last slide on the uh, uh, project uh, Byron Hotel mainly deals with the with the uh, contextual uh, uh, values. You'll see from the from the um, from the slide that we indicate the what the pages order is for project hotel, uh, which is um, around one point eight billion, and the approved financial authority is at two point seven million, which caters. For other variables, notably the rate of exchange escalation and the value-added tax, as well as other costs, which means which does uh, in the main, this is just a risk a provision for any uh, additional uh, unforeseen you know tasks on project um, um, on the IPVs, the project BIRO, the the project um, the uh, contract value. It's um, 2.4 billion. The approved financial authority for this project stands at 3.6 billion. And what makes up the 3.6 share is the variables as I've alluded to, um, you know dealing with the rate of exchange escalation as well as VAT. Chair, if you allow me, I'll then move to uh, project who um, fester. Um, as it was said right at the outset this uh, project, it's uh, laid by more than a decade. Um, and the project, uh, as the members um, of the committee would know, deals with the development, in this industrialization and production of 264 infant, infantry combat vehicles to replace the Rattle infantry combat vehicles. The slide uh, merely depicts the, the five variants that were contracted. Uh, uh, by AMSCO uh, on uh, Dinell um, uh, Land Systems. The next slide, uh, uh, the chair with the advanced payments. Uh-huh. Um, um, the chair, you would note that um, this particular project was divided into two phases. Um, the first phase was the design and development, um, uh, which was at, uh, contracted at one uh, to date, Chair, we have paid um, uh, 1.5 billion. Um, phase two of the project um, was contracted, or rather is, is contracted, at 12.9 uh, billion. To date, we have paid just over 5 billion, and cumulatively, the we have paid uh, the total paid to date is uh, around 7.6 billion. And the total total order amount for both uh, pro, uh, for both phase one and phase two is around uh, 16 billion. Chair, you'd also uh, note that the um, that uh, this slide does not merely indicate the uh, orders uh, that were placed on Janelle, uh, but uh, there were a subset of orders uh, that were placed on the other players in the industry. Uh, for instance, you would see the communication um, um, uh, contract was placed on uh, uh, on to uh, develop the, the um, uh, project um, the radiate, that is the tactical communication system, as well as the qualification of the Ingram missiles on both denial dynamics as well as uh, iron metal uh, denial um, uh, dynamics. The next slide, uh, slide rather, looks at the the advance uh, payments and made to date. I should um, um, mention to the committee that the 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 the, the advance payments um, were paid uh, to Dineal and um, in lieu of the payment of the advance payments, uh, Dineal then provided us with the uh, bank guarantees as uh, as well as the corporate guarantees. You would note that from the slide, the, 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 the guarantees indicated in rate are denial uh, corporate uh, guarantees. And given the financial um, position of denial as we uh, speak today, those guarantees may be at risk if we were to um, elect to recover uh, those particular um, the guarantees. It's in the region of just over uh, 600 million. Um an amount of 1.4 billion. It's uh, therefore in uh, bank um uh, uh, guarantees. As I said, the amounts which are covered by the Denel corporate guarantees are at risk. What what are the challenges in the execution of uh, project two festo? Denel approached um, uh Amstead's alias to 2017, 18 or so and indicated that uh, it's not in a position to uh, execute um, the, the, the project um, as contracted. And consequently, we held uh, various engagements between the two parties, which therefore again, revealed the risks that the will not be will not be in a position to meet the, uh, the terms of the, um, the, the, the contract. Consequently, Amsco presented to the PDSC in november 28 2018 whereby this risk were highlighted and possible alternatives were therefore presented Chair, the what uh, uh, follows is just scenarios that were presented to the um, to the pdsc at the time and one uh, scenario one if i may take the committee through that one was to accept denial's request to extend the delivery date to year 2026 um the waiving of penalties um, um, uh, at the projected value of 500, 500 million. Um, this is just the the the, the, the projected penalty value uh, in lieu of the data that was uh, proposed by Denel, the 2026 date. And Denel further had um, requested the absorbing of the escalation costs, uh, e.g. the inflation, and the rate of exchange by both um, Amuska and the, and the DOD. The scenario two looked at uh, reducing the project scope in terms of quantities and the number of variants. Uh, as I have indicated, the uh, number of vehicles was two, uh, six, four, and we had um, five variants. So a consideration was therefore put on the, the reduction of the quantities and the, and the variant. The scenario, scenario three looked at um, seeking an alternative contractor to replace all work. Like, with General and Scenario 4 looked at the imposition of a cut-off date of May 2019 for the completion of the design phase of the section variant uh, and consider terminating the project. The PDSC proposed that there should be further engagement with the SA Army and various um, forums in the um, in the DOD and the outcome of the discussions and investigations resulted in the following conditions. Chair, one, to allow Nellian system to complete phase one up to the product baseline stage, two, uh, to defer phase two, and consequently to allow AMSCO to terminate phase two orders, except for the completion of the pre-production models. Chair, I must indicate it here that we indeed um, proceeded uh, to terminate phase two orders because we were of the view that um, the, contract, the contractor was not making any significant headway in the execution of this particular project. And lastly, to reinforce funds allocated for phase two to be used by the sa army for other operational requirements. And lastly, Chair, we'll deal with the, uh, uh, the, recomm- the, the recommendations. Um, as I've indicated, um, and um, um, uh, Danelle um, uh, made it uh, clear to AMSCO and to the DOD you know, in uncertain terms that they are not in a uh, position to complete the project in the manner um, uh, contracted due to uh, insufficient capability. Um, you know, people have left, Danelle, as uh, the chair would know, uh, the are financial challenges besetting uh, denell and lastly the issue of the obsolescence of critical subsystems that were already um uh, brought by uh, Denel, by denell uh, in the execution of the project and and lastly Denel, um is of the view that the project is uh, loss making the recommended option uh chair is to in lieu of um, what i' said uh, is that uh, uh, the contract, the contract needs to be cancelled and consideration needs to be given um, to the recalling of the uh, bank guarantees held by the various banks. I tried, indicated right at the beginning that there is an amount of 1.4 billion that is being uh, um, um, uh, in the um, uh, bank guarantees held by the uh, by the by the banks. But what would be the implications if we were to exercise the recalling you know of this um, uh, guarantee the recalling of the guarantee share may lead to the banks going after denial and the possible uh, liquidation of denial and if denial ceases to exist there will be a loss of sovereign capability in producing armaments for the south african uh, defense force If the contract is is cancelled, the Chair, and there is no um, combat um, capability for the South African Army, what what then becomes of um, the the combat um, readiness um, uh, for the the South African Army? Chair, the the funds from the cancelled contract, uh, we are of the view, could uh, possibly be rechanneled into the upgrading of the Rattle combat vehicle system. And as I um, uh, indicated, so the, 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 the funds will constitute of bank Gu- guarantees, the 1.4 billion that I've alluded to earlier, and the current year allocation of 1.9 billion. So that is, that is the last slide dealing with the um, uh, project, uh, who first and also, if you'd allow me, I'll deal with the last uh, aspect of the presentation, that is the status of the uh, maintenance of the South African Air Force um, uh, fleet. The, the next uh, slide, Chair, just gives a, um, an overview of the number of uh, fleet the aircraft system, as well as on the extreme right, the service, serviceability. Um, of those uh, particular aircraft systems. If I may I'll start with the Ray Falcon, we have a total of four, and um, there's only four uh, which are serviceable. Um, on the ORX 39, 17 is serviceable. On the C 136, one is beyond economic repair, and one is serviceable. The BBJ, uh, none is available. The Falcon, there's a fleet total of three, one is available. The light utility helicopter, the LUH, is 30. Um, the fleet total, for five is beyond economic, economic repair, three is available, the PK. 1176, uh, it it's a fleet total. One is beyond uh, economic repair, three is uh, serviceable. On the caravans, there's a fleet total of eight. Two, it's uh, placed in long term storage, five is serviceable. On the Casa, uh, it's a uh, fleet of uh, three, uh, two, it's uh, serviceable. On the Dakota, um, it's uh, 16 uh, uh, aircraft, seven is beyond economic repair, For it's in, held in long-term storage, three, it's uh, serviceable. On the Gripen, out of 26, three, it's uh, two, rather, it's beyond economic, uh, beyond economic repair, 11 is held in long-term storage, there's none available. The hawk out of the fleet of 24, three is available. Three is beyond economic repair, 12 is held in long-term storage. On the King Air 3, uh, there's a total of three. Um, one is in storage, one is, uh, uh, it's it's um, available uh, share on the, the links. Out of um, the total of four, uh, there is none available. The PC7, out of 35, 16 is in long term storage and two is uh, serviceable. The PC12, it's only one and um, one is serviceable. The next slide, Chair, will run through it. It merely gives a narrative of um, the challenges being faced in the servicing of the various. and uh, aircraft, uh, starting with the with the with the Roy Falk, the the current uh, maintenance contract chair uh, uh, ends in uh, 2022, and the liquidity crisis within DNL is causing a delay with regards to subcontractors requesting full payments before commencement of any work, um, and therefore Amsco has mitigated this risk by paying um, subcontractors directly. The current uh, Air Force budget share for the regional combat support helicopter overwhelmingly overwhelmingly caters for fixed costs and there's limited provision for on-demand funds that are required to get the um, unserviceable uh, um, land replacement units serviceable. And therefore the lack of of on-demand funds is negatively impacting on the aircraft's uh, serviceability. On the MR, MRO servicing capability, there is, there is a full capacity and additional personnel at the, the NEL Aero, Aeronautics uh, campus they are providing a full array of services required in the product support uh, contract. However, the lack of funding to procure space is empowering the delivery of the aircraft and uh, components. On the medium um, utility helicopter, the current uh, maintenance contract ends uh, this year in March. Um, and similarly here, the liquidity crisis uh, within denial is causing the delay um, with regards to the uh, um, the execution of various activities by, by sub- uh, subcontractors, because those subcontractors are requesting full payments before commencement of any work. And as a mitigation, AMSCO has resorted to paying those um, particular subcontractors um, uh, directly. Regarding the funding uh, concerns, the, the current office budget for the, uh, the for the Oryx um, helicopter um, uh, caters for fixed costs, and there is limited provision for on-demand funds that are required to, that are required to get the unserviceable and replacement units serviceable. And uh, similarly here, the lack of uh, funds is negatively impacting on the aircraft uh, availability. In terms of the uh, MRO, um, in so far as the um, the OREX is concerned, there is full capacity and additional personnel at the, uh, the NLNATICUS campus, providing also a, an array of services required for the product uh, system support uh, contract. Um, uh, further, uh, there is the lack of funding to procure spares, and this hampers the delivery of the aircraft as well as the the the, the, the components. I will then deal with the uh, C130. You see, what seems to be the common denominator throughout uh, uh, the uh, the issue of um, the serviceability of this aircraft? It's it's funding, um, you know. So, um, similarly with the, with the C-130, the, the contract ends um, in June uh, 2020, 2022, and the current self-budget allocation for the C-130, the uh, chain needs to be increased in order to ensure a better serviceability of the aircraft. Due to the age of the aircraft, there are certain obsolete items, and this as to the higher cost to maintain the system. Also due to the low budget, higher cost overhaul items such as the engines are delayed and which has a direct impact on the serviceability of the um, aircraft. Chair, on the MRO servicing capacity, there is limited capacity of the MRO at, um, at um, Waterproof, which is meant primarily by the uh, General Aeronautics. With this limited capacity, there's always a backlog of servicing of this uh, particular um, uh, aircraft. As I said, Chair, the common denominator here is the issue of the shortage of funding. I'll then move to the VVIP uh, um, uh, aircraft, starting with, uh, with the BBJ. The current um, maintenance uh, contract ends in <coughs> November 2022. The BBJ uh, went um, under 1C checks, which was completed on the um, uh, 13th of uh, fe- uh, February uh, this week. And, and needs to go for a full body a spray at um, South, South African Airways Technical and uh, is due to be released back to service on or before the 28th of March um, uh, 2022. Chair, the sea checks and the additional tasks, uh, i.e. the shower repair, the carpet replacement, and the payment has delayed the delivery of the aircraft by approximately uh, two months. However, as I indicated, we have been given the assurance by the contractor that the aircraft will be delivered or made available to the self on or before the the 28th of March, 2022. Chair of importance to note is is that the BBJ is only funded until the 31st of March, 2022. And if the AFA is not approved on time, this poses a risk as at 1 April, 2022. As I've indicated, um, The issue of funding, uh, the the lack of multi-year funding, remains a challenge uh, on the support system uh, contract for the for the the, for the for the BBJ. I'll then move to the uh, uh, to the to the uh, Falcon contract, which also ends on the uh, on thirty first of March twenty twenty two. The the first Falcon 50 uh, chase is serviceable and available uh, to the SEF. The next Falcon 50, the modification was completed in November 2022. The aircraft is currently undergoing routine maintenance activities. The batteries are posing a challenge to make the aircraft available to the SEF, and the SEF is uh, currently re-blocking the batteries, and the aircraft will therefore be available to the SEF uh, according to the contractor um, after two days um, two days after the contractor has received the bettas from the from the south the falcon uh, 900 chair uh, the modification is currently standing at 98 uh, percent complete the inspection tasks requested by the air force has re- as resulted in new demands being raised and must be addressed to allow for ground tests to take place And the aircraft um, is uh, awaiting the Civil Aviation uh, Authority approval for the modifications that have been um, uh, undertaken. Chair, we we, we, we are just um, alerting to the committee uh, to take note that these are very uh, old aircraft, uh, which were delivered around uh, approximately 1982 and um, uh, 1995 and um, this has resulted in the you know uh or the unfunded rather uh, project moaf has resulted in the uh, in the south african air force really you know going co- continuing to fly a very old vvip fleet i'll move to the uh luh the light helicopter light utility um helicopter the um the contact for the airframe as well as the, uh, 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 the, uh, the engines um, um, will um, come to an end in September and December 2021, um, uh, respective, respectively. Um, uh, chair, on the LUH, um, the, the lack of multi-year funding um, has made it difficult to plan mm-hmm. and undertake repairs and overhauls of long-lit items Ie the the gearboxes, the, uh, as well as the the engine, the budget um, uh, the the committee should know is insufficient, and the allocation per year has to be revised in line with the maintenance plan um, requirements. Similarly, here the 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 L U H um, it's 20 years old, and requires a mid life upgrade to cater for mandatory engine maintenance as well as the uh, avionic um, upgrades. On the BK117, uh, the contract ends on the 31st of March, um, uh, 2020, uh, 2022, there is currently no order extension received from the plan be, uh, beyond the 31st of March. So uh, similarly here, uh, the issue of funding has become a, an issue, Chair, an issue, the lack of multi-year funding has made it difficult to plan and, uh, it, and undertake uh, repairs and overhauls of the uh, long-lead items. Uh, the budget is uh, similarly insufficient, and the allocation per year uh, uh, chair has to be revised to be in line with the maintenance plan uh, requirements. Uh, the, equally, here, the committee uh, should note that the, the fleet is 40 years old and requires a mid-life upgrade upgrade to cater for the obsolete avionics. On the, the caravans, Chair, the contract for the maintenance of the, of this, um, of the caravans ends in the, on the 31st of, of um, December 2021. There is currently no order extension received uh, beyond the 31st of March um, uh, 2020, 2022. Uh, however, Amosco is currently busy with the uh, bid evaluation uh, process. We've gone out on the on an RFB to, for the maintenance of this aircraft, and we are of the view that the um, the the contract will be adjudicated and uh, placed in the um, in April uh, 2023. 2022. Uh, uh, funding concerns. Uh, similarly, here the the lack the lack of funding has resulted in the self only maintaining six aircraft air only. And therefore, additional funds are required to service the, the other two aircraft as, um, in storage. Similarly, the budget is insufficient, and the allocation, uh, the allocation per year has to be revised to be in line with the maintenance planning requirements. Uh, equally here, um, um, the, the, the fleet is 40 years old, and therefore requires a midlife upgrade upgrade to cater for the absolute um, avionics. Chair, I'll, I'll move to the the the, uh, the light utility. The cars, the light utility aircraft. The the maintenance uh, contract ends on the 19th of December, uh, 2021, and there is currently no um, uh, extension received uh, beyond um, uh, or extension request that received beyond uh, to cater for the maintenance beyond uh, 31st of March, uh, 2022. However, um, the, I should add that the, uh, that AMS2 has um, issued a request uh, for, for bid in order to appoint a, 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 a contractor to undertake the necessary maintenance activities. So we are in the uh, procurement, procurement process to to appoint a, a contractor in this regard. The, the fleet uh, is 40 years old and also requires a midlife upgrade to cater for the absolute um, IV units. On the, uh, the C-47, uh, um, uh, um, there is no contract uh, in, in place as we, uh, as, as we speak for the, for the Dakota C-47. We, we have received a, um, a revised user requirement statement from the client and we are in the process of embarking on the, a procurement uh, process in order to appoint a contractor in this regard. Chair, equally here, the fleet is uh, very old, 80 years, and uh, requires a major upgrade, you know, also for the obsolete avions. Um, the uh, defence project, meeting the acquisition of the maritime uh, uh, patrol um, aircraft, Chair, we are the, of the view that um, more funding is required in order to. Um, to acquire this particular capability, I will then move to the to the to the grip. Um, there's no uh, support uh, the contract in place, um, um, uh, as you'd know. However, AMS, Amsk has been engaged uh, with um, with SOAP on numerous, you know, uh, uh, contract uh, in negotiations uh, to you know, to arrive at an acceptable uh, baseline. Uh, due to the changing um uh, self-requirements to suit the budget the process uh, would be restarted to ensure that the future contract will ensure you know uh, efficient operational um aircraft fleet regarding funding chair um as indicated the the the, the shortage of um, of funding it's it, it's an issue with regards to the serviceability of the, uh, of, the, of the Gripen aircraft. The current Air Force budget allocation has been, has been inadequate since the inception of the uh, state support contract. The revised offer from the OEM that is sub is um, uh, really beyond the budget of the, of the, of the Air Force and really, share more, more, more funding is really uh, required um, in this instance. The aircraft, is, uh, as you know, is more than um, uh, 20 years old and requires a mid-life upgrade, which is um, uh, currently underfunded. The Gripen requires to be equipped with a beyond-visual range uh, missile to be an effective, uh, air-superior aircraft. And therefore, um, equally here, uh, Chair, to undertake all these activities, the common denominator here is the lack or the shortage of funding. The Hawk, the leading fighter trainer aircraft, the support um, the contract ends on the 30th of August, um, uh, 2024. 20, uh, the current funding here provided by the SAF is to maintain an aircraft and, and additional funding uh, will be required to maintain the full complement of the 24 aircraft that was um, uh, that was um, procured at the time. They chair this uh, limited capacity and resources at Macario um, uh, Combat School uh, for for the maintenance um, of this uh, particular aircraft and uh, equally here the fleet is more than 20 years old and uh, requires a midlife uh, upgrade. The, uh, the King Air, uh, the, the uh, maintenance um, the contract um, is valid until the 31st of March uh, uh, 2022 and Amsco is currently uh, busy with the bid evaluation uh, process in order to have a contract in place uh, in April um, 2022. Chair, uh, equally here, the the lack of funding that resulted in the serve only maintaining only three aircraft, and therefore additional funds are required to service the other King um, 300 um, uh, aircraft. The budget provided is insufficient to complete the avionics avionics uh, upgrade of this aircraft as well as to standardize the um, the 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 engines. Uh, you'll see. Um, what comes across uh, throughout the, uh, this uh, particular uh, presentation is the age of the, uh, of the fleet. It's quite evident that the fleet is quite old. The, the, uh, the, the, the King Air aircraft is 40 years old and requires a midlife upgrade to cater for the obsolete um, um, avionics. The Fed the project also needs to be funded to ensure that the fleet is replaced with a with a cost-effective modern utility fleet. The, the Lynx um, helicopters, the uh, the the contract, the maintenance contract ends in 30, on the thirty-first of January um twenty twenty-three. Chair the the Lynx aircraft um, we are awaiting, um, you know, spares for this um, uh, aircraft due to the late um, approval of the financial authority. The long lead items will not be delivered in this current financial year, but, all, but um, we envisage that the the, uh, the spares will be delivered mid uh, uh, 20, 20, 23, 2022 23 financial financial year, in order to 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 mitigate to mitigate this. The funds for the long-lit item spares will be refaced to the 2022-23 financial year in order to avoid any delays. Equally here, the um, maritime patrol helicopter is 40 years old and also requires a midlife upgrade to cater for the obsolete avionics. units, as well as the uh, maritime radar also uh, requires uh, funding. Chair, the last two uh, slides deals with the the PC7 as well as the um the PC um uh, 12 um, uh, uh, chair the um on the uh, the, the PC12 um the 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 uh the there are also funding concerns uh, The reduced funding that has resulted in the air force only maintaining very few aircraft and therefore you know additional funds are required to service the fleet in order to to increase um availability lastly chair i will deal with the, um, the pc12 the pc12 the maintenance contract ends uh, on the 31st um august uh, 2022 the aircraft uh, chair will become unserviceable um on the 25th of february 2022 due to a scheduled uh, replacement of the life-limited uh, um, uh, com- uh, components chain. And equally here, the, um, the reduced funding um, has resulted in the self only maintaining a few aircraft and, um, under these um, contracts. And therefore, additional funds are required to, to service the fleet in order to increase availability. Thank you, the chair. That uh, takes me to the end of the uh, presentation. Thank you.
0: you. I nearly said, uh, said, comrades, uh, colleagues, uh, but before you you accuse uh, the CEO for you know, adding the information that um, was not uh, in their original presentation. Uh, I want to say is that after going through uh, their presentation in preparation for this meeting, I went back to the CEO and said that I'm not happy with the, with the three slides on the um, Uh, maintenance of our uh, aircraft uh, fleet and asked him to upgrade uh, the information. The three slides have now uh, increased to about uh, 15 uh, or 16 slides. Uh, All available critical um, and, uh, uh, you know, in critical information that uh, will actually assist the committee in conducting uh, its oversight uh, over over the department. I want to say this, that uh, you mentioned about 2,200 uh, aircraft or so. And in your presentation, you say about 50 or so, 50 or so out of 200, plus or minus 200 aircraft are serviceable, are in the state of serviceability. And uh, I hope I've I've done my calculation uh, well. And uh, yeah, so that's not so good uh, a picture. Uh, is the chief of the uh, air force uh, in the in the meeting?
3: We don't have the chief of the air force, the uh,
0: chairperson, but we have the deputy chief of the air force. Oh, uh, that's General Butelezi. Major
3: General Butelezi.
0: Yes, uh, Major General Butelezi. Uh, uh, good, good afternoon, good afternoon, sir. Thank you. Uh, do we have the chief of the navy in the meeting? Uh, I want when Comrade. Uh, the yes, navy, we
3: do have Jefferson,
0: the chief of the navy. Uh, thank you. Yes, he's here. The chief of the army. We don't. Uh, have.
3: We don't have him as far as I can, but I can also check if I can activate him right away.
0: Uh, please, if if you could try, and, and uh, we're, we're not anticipating that these discussions will, uh, uh, you know, um, get to this level, I thought they should be in 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 in, in the meeting when uh, we discuss this. But if you can't get hold of him, it's not a problem because he might have not been uh, uh, advised or was not thinking that he was needed uh, to be in the meeting. Uh, I will be happy with that. Colleagues, I, I now open the platform uh, for discussion. Uh, I will comment at the end. Uh, let me, um, I see only one hand uh, so far. Let me take that hand, it's uh, Mr. Murrow's hand.
1: Uh, thank you very much, Chairperson. Yeah, this is actually an overwhelming uh, feeling that, that one has um, when, you know, after this presentation. Uh, and maybe now some people will understand why I complained so many times in the past, about the state of of our defence, the equipment, our air force, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now, hopefully, people will understand and see the enormous dilemma that we find ourselves in. Uh, it's actually it's actually a, a sad feeling um, because it shows that we are so vulnerable um, for any onslaught by anybody, and it seems and it looks like our capabilities is just gone basically uh, and that is what we have feared for in the past saying that we will reduce our our air force to just a a, a, um, a, a aircraft wing and not an air force uh, air wing uh, and the same with the navy to a water wing and not a navy uh, and it shows that we have to do something very very quickly if i can start with just a couple of questions for clarity um uh, uh chairperson with your, with your um, indulgence. Obviously starting to say just that, very happy that biro and hotel seems to be on track. At least there's some projects going well. I just want to find out uh, on that, both those two projects, they said they are fully funded. Where is that money at this stage? Uh, you'll recall that the CFO in the past said the money is not with them. Uh, is the money with, with arms then and or how where where is that fund to make sure that that is not being utilized for something else? Then um, in terms of of hoof Easter, I just wanted to get clarity at, uh, at on the one slide it was shown that we have already paid 7.6 billion rand, but then the advance payments to to Denel seems only uh, 1.7 1.4 million. Um, To whom is that the difference being paid? I just wanted to make sure about that. To whom was that being paid if it it was not part of the advance payments? Then also in terms of the bank guarantees, um, obviously more than often the the, the government or the National Treasury must must be the the surety or, or providing surety for those bank guarantees. Is that the case? Or is it, is it, is it unsecured guarantees? I'm just asking that question because if there is going to be a, um, a legal case, uh, and, and the liquidation, uh, if the banks go, goes after Danelle, it means that they're actually going after the government. So, so it's six of the one and half a dozen of the others. So in other words, what where I'm getting is if government is, 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 has provided the, the surety for those guarantees. Then it means there must be a discussion with National Treasury. Say we've got a choice: either that that shortfall must be funded somehow, or you will anyway pay it because of your of your sureties. So I just wanted to get that, um, you know, just for me. Then in terms of scenario two, um, if scenario two will will um, uh, if, if if we choose scenario two on Ufa Easter. What is the practical implications, immediate and then in the meantime term of that, and then um, who will then who will then take over that responsibility for for the manufacturing um, if it, if it is not if it is uh, you know stopped with, with the NEL, then in terms of the um, of of the fleet, yeah, that's, that's shocking, uh, and, and and it's a very very bad state that we are in. I want to start with the second last slide. Um, You'll recall that those Pilatus, those PC aircraft, uh, that is for training of our pilots. That's probably one of the reasons why we are sending our our trainee pilots to Cuba and Russia, because we can't do it in Langebarnberg. And my information is, and, and it's now been confirmed, all of that 35, basically 33 of them is grounded. What are the reasons that they are granted other than budget in terms of of, uh, providing for operational costs? Is it it, um, in any way uh, uh, a difference with the the OEM on the maintenance of the contracts and why? Um, In terms of the maintenance contracts of all those slides, it seems like either has come to an end at the 31st of December 2021 or is very close to the to being um, terminated or to its end either in March uh, or, or April or very close to it. I think it's only two contracts that will expire uh, 2023 and 2024. Um, so why was the contracts not being put in place well in advance of the end of the maintenance contract period? What are the reasons that you are struggling to get that uh, concluded with the OEMs, especially? Is it it certain requirements on your case? Is it the requirements that they must have a triple B, double E partner in South Africa and they are not uh, pleased with that? Um, What is the situation with the Cuban mechanics? You'll recall, Chairperson, at one stage the minister has said that Part of the Cubans that is in South Africa under Tusano is also working on aircraft and aircraft maintenance. But we all know that the OEM normally has got a requirement that foreign nationals are not allowed to work on aircraft like this without their consent and approval. Is that a problem? And has that manifested, um, you know, uh, up to now? Um If I can ask in all the cases, in all the cases, funding has been mentioned um, and and our capabilities has been wiped out because of funding. How much funding do we need to maintain our aircraft at this stage? How much funding is required from this budget in an ideal situation, in a realistic situation? And then we haven't even touched the Navy. Um, And what is our alternatives? What is the alternatives at this stage? We obviously cannot allow, uh, uh, you know, uh, in terms of the infantry fighting vehicle or the the armored uh, personnel carriers, what the alternative can be. Um, How do they see that we will upgrade the current RATL? And how can that uh, be used um, in the place of of HOOF Then, Then the last question is, are there any legal cases or, or, or litigation currently between um, the, the, the Swedes, the Swiss, uh, the British with the and or Arms Corps and or government. That is also hampering the case of, of, of all these um, these very essential pieces of equipment. Because we have to find the solution, Chair. We have to find the solution. We cannot allow our country to go down the drain, uh, and 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 seeing that this happens, um, I will stop there because I've got I can talk the whole day about this, but I'm just very very concerned um, about where we are, and and it seems like either national treasury doesn't realize that, or they are not convinced somehow by the executive to provide us the funding to at least keep the bare minimum capabilities. Uh, for our South African National Defense Force. Thank you gentlemen. very much, Chair. Thank you
0: very much, Mr. Murray.
9: And Mr. Uh, uh, sir, thank you very much, Chair, and good morning to everyone on the platform. Uh, i I I I've just missed some part of uh, 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 Honorable Murray's question, but you'll forgive me if uh, I repeat probably some of the things that. Uh, he has raised i i i'm more concerned around the uh, uh project we face there maybe i must especially check, uh, appreciate your efforts uh to ensure that uh, there's more flesh to 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 the presentation uh, around the uh, serviceability of uh, uh aircraft, of uh, uh aircraft or uh capabilities used by uh, uh, the Air Force. Uh, on, on project group there, my, my concern is one, and I want to agree with the uh, Honorable Murray on uh, one, one aspect that I've captured, uh, 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 that we cannot allow the situation to be dire. And I think in one of the meetings, we have raised the concern to say uh, to AMSCO, they must consider... Terminating the contract with DINEL uh, because uh, we can't continue to pump money into the project that uh, uh, is way, way behind schedule. Uh, As indicated by the report of uh, Dr. Uh, Jan van Ransbeek, he indicated that the project is behind schedule with around or more than a decade. And, And it says a lot. Even even the technology that we were envisaging to have out of that project might be outdated uh, if the the project is way 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 behind uh, uh, schedule. Therefore, my my concern and uh, uh, is one. T- we have long taken uh, a resolution as the African National Congress that uh, DINEL must be relocated from. Uh, Uh, public enterprise to DOD. And this termination as a cancellation of a contract as indicated by the presenter that it has got uh, negative implications which might uh, lead to liquidation of uh, Dinet, And it's not something that uh, we must be happy about. And it's something that we, we need to put our heads together and see how best do we save the resources that we have uh to ensure that whatever that we have put in for this project is put into good use with the little that they have achieved without uh us being selfish and allowing uh uh to go down the drain. and i think this will then require uh uh, uh Minister and 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 the department as a team, maybe together with us to put our heads together to ensure that uh, 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 we save both the project and we also ensure that we save Dinel because uh, uh, the demise of Dinel will mean a de- demise will be the demise of the whole uh, defense industry, and we can't afford chair uh, because. Uh, we those capabilities. I think in the continent is only us who have got those uh, capabilities, and we need to do everything in our power to ensure that we we salvage those uh, capabilities. Uh, 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 that that is my concern, chair, and the point that I wanted to raise in this regard. Thank you very much. Okay,
0: hey, thank you very much, uh, Honourable uh, Um <clears throat> Colleagues, uh, thank you very much. Uh, uh, it's such a grim a uh, picture. You know, a country maintains, any country, in fact, yeah, any country maintains its core defense uh, capability. Because uh, the future is unknown. Um, Ten years ago, we did not have uh, the challenges that we are experiencing uh, just north of us, north of South Africa. Um, 1994, maybe from 1994, 1995, some of the things were unthinkable but today we can't uh, the same cannot be said um, <clears throat> so that therefore requires uh, south africa uh, to maintain and where necessary upgrade and replace uh, its equipment and weaponry And for that to happen, uh, the country needs to invest in it. In other words, it must consider this as an investment. The denial that the colleagues are talking about uh, is facing uh, serious financial challenges. And now we can see uh, the impact uh, of that. Uh, These challenges are threatening the project support and maintenance program uh, that Denel is uh, uh, providing uh, to keep um, uh, our uh, fleet at the required uh, operational capabilities. These challenges have affected uh, the supply of personnel, as mentioned there, spares for maintenance, uh, now challenging our aircraft um, uh, serviceability. So the underfunding uh, we've been complaining about It's another very serious uh, challenge. And we can see now it's starting to affect um, other uh, uh, support uh, system support uh, contracts, which are now constrained uh, to provide uh, maintenance, repairs, uh, or overhaul uh, of our aircraft. Plus, the midlife, the midlife upgrade that is um, uh, uh, now necessary to put some of those aircraft that um, uh, uh, they require their uh, operational capability. So these are the challenges uh, we face. I, I think the presentation was good uh, in that. I, sh- I think we should thank uh, the CFO. It's been mentioned uh, by the speakers uh thank the department uh, we thank you minister uh SACDF, that you have made uh, funding sufficient affi- funding available uh, to preserve the other two projects uh, the the project bureau and uh, and project um uh, hotel but the wolf yester project remains a serious challenge. Right now, our defense is using, this was meant to replace the fleet that was acquired um, uh, in 1976. It's, it, that fleet now is obsolete. It required uh, you know, replacement long time ago the Ratel fleet. Now, unless we do something, we made this funding and uh, made available, I don't take comfort from what is being presented by uh, the CEO of, of AMSCO, uh, that, uh, that fleet, that 1976 fleet, can now, in, in the modern world, Still fit uh, to, uh, you know, uh, uh, deliver uh, to 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 operate at that at the at at, at the uh, uh, capability required by the modern by the modern world. I don't know if you consider the the systems that were installed back then, whether the systems that they are that they are in the market will still fit with the the in, in the current fleet and keep it at its operational capability at the required operational capability i can i cannot say it and uh, so so i can't say it for now uh, so these are our concerns that's the reason why we, we thought we should bring this issue up firstly starting by look looking back at uh, the discussions we've covered on this Firstly, at the, the time when there was no funding for anything, but we pushed up until there is funding, sufficient funding, at least for the two projects. But there's still uh, that is still uh, facing uh, challenges, and uh, but more compounded, compounded more by uh, the, the Dinell um, uh, uh, financial challenges. So colleagues, uh, so these are the issues that we, but I thought uh, we we should uh, just have a discussion on this. And um, uh, questions have been raised. And uh, but before I uh, call upon uh, the CEO, uh, this, the or the minister um uh, SecDef and the co to and, and 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 to respond let me check if um, the chief of of the navy has anything at least he should be smiling he should be smiling even though i know that um uh, there are still some challenges here and there and the uh, chief of the navy uh, do you have any comment to make does will will coming into life uh, of these inshore patrol, uh, uh, what you call vessels, help you in doing, in performing and um, uh, uh, your duties uh, as, as mandated by the constitution. I know you have, you have had to reduce uh, your hours at sea and uh, you have to reduce your, your patrol hours. And uh, Chief of the Navy? Thank you Chepesin,
5: and good morning to the minister and all the members who are in this uh, platform. Uh, Chepesin, yes, uh, From my side, I can say partially, I'm um, happy because of the project is now a success, especially viral. Uh, as we speak this morning, actually yesterday, uh, the vessel is in uh, Samarstown doing the sea trials. At the moment, uh, the O.C. is happy the way the the trials are are running. But, uh, yes, the biro will somehow uh, assist in terms of the patrols of our waters. But uh, taking into consideration that how vast or large our waters are, we are really in in serious uh, crisis, Chairperson. You all remember when we briefed the Portfolio Committee on Defense, we indicated that uh, we, our state is in dire. We are in serious, serious uh, 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 challenges, and we hope that the, in future the country will manage to assist both the Air Force and the Navy, to be able to do what we are mandated to do by the country. But at the moment, we are in serious, serious crisis. That's what I can say. Thank you, I uh,
0: Thank you very much, uh, Chief of the Navy, and uh, Chief of the, the Deputy Chief of the Air Force.
3: In, can I just say that the deputy chief of the air
0: force has left. We now have the chief of the air force himself, General is here. Oh, General. Uh, General. Uh, good, good. Good afternoon. Uh, we've just received a presentation on the serviceability of your aircraft. You have over two hundred aircraft. Uh, only about fifty or so are in a serviceable uh, state. Um uh we we are concerned uh, 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 do you want to make a comment uh
10: chairperson uh good uh, morning uh, uh minister of uh, defense and all the members that are attending in this uh platform good morning to you all uh chairperson yes uh i can confirm that the situation within the south african air force is not where it's supposed to be in as far as uh, combat readiness is concerned and also the required hours of flying uh, it is correct that uh, the air force can be as uh, powerful and combat ready based on the number of uh, flying hours that we can fly from uh, the situation where we are at the moment, because of all these challenges, uh, we are annually flying close to uh, about 5,000 plus hours, which is not actually the the required number of hours for the South African Air Force uh, that we have. Um, also, I can Confirm that uh, the situation within the training, uh, up initial training, where we are training our pile our young pilots, uh, we are not having the enough uh, platforms at the moment. Uh, Is also because of the uh, the other aircrafts that are not serviceable at this stage. We still need. Uh, new platforms uh, for supporting the South African Navy. We know that it's important for us to have the eye in the sky in as far as the maritime uh, patrol is concerned. Many things are happening uh, in our shores uh, because we do not have the required capability to monitor that site the current capability that we have uh, in the air transport for, for for maritime is more than 60 years old and uh, we cannot hope to uh, patrol properly and have a a deterrent if you have got such a a weak capability yes the situation is very uh, dire from our side uh, uh, as the south african air force the biggest concern chair i must say is that uh, the developments that we are uh, witnessing around the issue of denel is actually putting more strain and uh, risk to us as a south african air force because as you know chair and members uh, uh, that the Danel is the original equipment manufacturer for uh, most of our uh, aircraft systems, specifically in the uh, rotary capability, which is the helicopters. Uh, Tendel is the original equipment manufacturer for, uh, for the Roy Falk. Uh, and also they are supporting us uh, in terms of the C-130 for servicing. So what we are watching on the horizon is a great worry for us because if then TNL uh, actually goes under, we have actually very, very thin opportunities or actually uh, maneuvering space. How are we going to continue uh, business uh, if TNL actually goes under? So all of this, Chair, in a nutshell, uh, actually compounds the challenges that we are facing at the South African Air Force at the moment. I submit. Thank you, Chair. Thank you very
0: much, uh, uh, General. Um uh, do you have the, the the chief of the of the army? Um uh, We don't that- have the chief of the
3: army, we have a um general mgeto, um who comes from that environment and Admiral Morris. They have dealt with the issues of Esther Uf- Jefferson.
0: Okay. All right. Um I don't know who may want to to comment from their side. Um, I don't know in terms of.
3: General uh, Muketo, we can
0: okay. start with General. M- okay, General Muketo. Okay. Good morning, uh, Chaperson. Uh, mm-hmm. Good morning to all the members of the Portfolio Committee, uh, SACDEF and uh, all the service chiefs that are part of the meeting, I'm Brigadier General Mkedo, Director Army Opposition. Uh, I believe on the agenda, because I have not, I'm sorry to say, I've just joined the meeting now, I have not even seen the agenda of your meeting, but I believe on the agenda, there is an item there
6: that covers the project of Step.
0: Uh, yes. roger general let me let me not um uh, throw you into the deep end um I, I'm, I'm sorry we i understood that some of you may not be in the meeting maybe let me not even ask you to to comment uh, maybe you may want to respond to 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 their questions um uh, i don't want you to 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 uh, uh, i hope you you die with us uh, on that one. Do you still want to comment? Uh, Let me not not throw you into the deep end. There is a hand of of, of, uh, Philip, uh, the chair of the board, uh, who wants to comment. And before we start answering the questions, uh, you may then come in uh, general to deal with the questions as well. Uh, The chair of the board. Thanks, thanks, Chair. Chair,
7: it's just a brief comment because I I really welcome the remarks you've made and other members of the committee. You know, we've been, uh, this board was put in place just over a year ago, and I think we've made a number of attempts now to try and highlight some of these issues which the committee is addressing. And I, I just wanted to say that, you know, as the board of omscore and the executives, we've worked very hard to make sure that within the constraints we can deliver, you know, but I think the reality is the funding issue is of such crucial importance that I just need to emphasize it. In our last board meeting, we had a long discussion about it, and we appreciate all the challenges that the country faces, you know, in terms of, of, of the budget and the fiscus. But I think it's been said, Chair, that, unless something is done about this, we are going to lose our sovereign capability, our combat readiness. And in fact, we will have wasted an enormous amount of money. I mean, hoof just being one example. And I'd like to suggest, Chair, that I think the time has come for us to find a way to have some kind of a strategic discussion with the executive, with all the chiefs of the various uh, services, with members of the Portfolio Committee. And I know time doesn't allow it today, but there are potential alternatives in terms of funding if we are creative. I think denel can be restructured and there's already been some good proposals made in that regard. So I'd just like to put it there, Chair, to say, I'm not suggesting we don't answer the questions and everything now, but I really think we need to set aside time and seriously go through what has to be done, what the options are. Because if we don't, we're going to fail in our duty as as citizens of this country,
0: Chair. All right. No, thank you very much. Um, uh, I hope uh, uh, the minister would uh, uh, reflect on, on, on your proposal. We're not expecting her to comment on it now. Uh, Minister, uh, over to you. Um, Say how we deal with the uh, comments and uh, and questions. Uh, over to you, Minister.
2: Thank you very much. Um, one almost has nothing to add, except one of the things that I think as a country, and I think uh, Deputy Minister will bear witness, is that one of the reasons why parliament did not have issues in the 90s with the recapitalization of the defense force at that point was that parliament itself was united and supportive of the Department of Defense, that it went all out to actually buy legitimacy for the new defense force. Sadly, these days, um, the unity which used to be there amongst politicians in looking out for the defense force is very weak these days. Because chair, if you cast your mind back to years ago, Anytime we look at what is happening in the defense force, we politicize issues. So that is my first point. If we begin to look at what is there, and firstly, it is for me that we need to look out and deal with inefficiencies and weed them out, whether they are in the uniform side or in the civilian side. It is to fix our financials. it is to see where we can divert funds to do things like maintenance now we we hit we hit denial, we hit um, school when it comes to maintenance. but the fact of the matter is that just sometimes having looked and conversed with one or two officers. Um, officer commanding one begins to understand that you know we don't even take this rank seriously if i'm officer commanding i'm responsible to run a base that means i must know about the finances and how they work i must know about the maintenance I must have access because I can't supervise somebody who's responsible for assets if I don't know. And why do you want to supervise assets if you do not know when they are due for maintenance and not due for maintenance? Are you able to tell when you need stocks or not? Because I think fundamentally, right from the 90s, we missed the point there the issues of ensuring that we maintain. We made a second a serious blunder Comrade Caban. you will remember the C-squared, I-squared case, where the, the Department of Defense, where AMSCO had poured in money to get certain capabilities, which went into our ships. And then at the, when we started buying, we just said to them, take a hike, South Africans, we will see better what we can find out there. So I'm saying now that, for me, is the beginning of the collapse of Dinelli. Because we didn't keep a proper eye. I can say to the committee that since I came in, we've been talking, we've been busting our heads. We've even looked at whether in the, in the beginning, in the 90s, we understood how Dinelli itself was put together. Because until we go right back there and understand what is happening there, Sometimes we might even want to rescue something that we shouldn't be rescued. Sometimes we think it is standing out there and independent when in fact we own it. So these are the questions that we are looking at because you are not going to begin to look at rescue in Dinev unless you've really when you have turned it upside down, looked at the weaknesses and said, yes, I want to keep this thing. Do I want to keep it in this colors? No. But I want to say that part of our biggest weaknesses in the defense force is maintenance. And so we will have a discussion. I thought I had seen C-Log earlier on. We will have to have a discussion about issues of maintenance because where I am, they they should be located somewhere with CLOC. You can't be responsible for uh, a buying without looking at maintenance of whatever it is. So we, we, we need to be looking at a discussion, I agree with Indite Dexter, where we should be sitting around and saying, what can we do? Now, um, I hear, yeah, you know, it is beyond, whatever so why are we keeping the carcasses what can we do with the carcasses and even before general armsco jumps in um one of the things that concerns me is if you walk in at that time you remember the week i became minister i also had to rush down and go and see the trucks bend it is how we actually look at that which we think is still serviceable that which we think we can still sell to get money and divert the money elsewhere. So we've got to be really saying we're going to sit down, we are going to come up with a plan with AMSCO, with the department. We will then approach the treasury and the head of state and say this is the plan even before we go there, it might be wise for us when when we have this, to come back to you and say, this is the direction we think we are going to go to so that parliament understands that we do not want to go into a shopping spree and just buy because so that uh, you, you know we, you lessen the noise in the public because parliament itself is leading the debate in how we need to restructure and rearm properly. The fact of the matter is that your equipment is not just your equipment, because you are also, with all, all of us as all the arms in Tatars, we are still the biggest and the strongest defense force in the region. And a lot is expected from us. So we do need to find a way of maybe a weekend away, Uh, But I would have thought that AMSCO would have already had an idea which they can say to us, we think this is how we must deal with this. I am aware and I have been met by one of the companies that is cycling around, as I say, cycling around at just how big a slice of general they can grab. Now, some of us are very jealous about um, your sovereignty, but also about just how certain things must be uh, uh, domestic issues with domestic ownership and so on and so forth, so the issue of rearmament, because there's no other better term, if you look at the milli- at 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 all the forearms, you would have to do a revision. but if we go to parliament and we say. And we want all this in the next 10 years. We're not going to get it because the economy is just not growing. The dependency on the state by a private household has increased because the economy is not growing. Jobs are being lost and so on and so forth. So we need to come out with a tidy, well thought out package, which South Africa can swallow which will not say we just warmongers who want to rearm and whatever. But in the meantime, we need to be happy that we are getting the patrol ships. We need to be looking out for, for, for we are getting those small ones. We need to be getting the one that will enable us to have better eyes, uh, better patrol in the ocean so that we, we can cover at least that one. Komroi will remember the discussions in the 90s around uh, reviving the shipbuilding capacity of South Africa. And that was also introduced by us as parliament because we thought at that time we're buying these frigates so expensively. Should we not actually be starting to look at Dinell at AMSCO and its capacity at that time, having technicians and whatever, whatever, and looking at South Africa's own. So maybe we need to be looking at those things because if you had uh, pushed on, you might have had better option of servicing your own fleet right here at home. It also says that when we enter into any international contract, We must really, really keep an eye on these contracts because these problems that we have with um, the ships, um, what is this country? Um, Servicing the frigates. You you begin to, to see how, even when you think you are buying from people you can trust. We just remain an African country that can continue to be exploited into perpetuity. If you have an issue now, after 10, 20 years of maintenance contracts with the original uh, suppliers, it says to you that in fact, uh, we need to wake up and we need to be looking at, at using South African universities to begin to produce. I don't think that uh, 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 the future defense forces will rely more on persons. I think we are going to begin to want to look at technology more, but ensure that the person begins to be uh, uh, trained to supervise whatever technology we do. And I think that uh, Some of us who were chairpersons in the 90s, uh, comrade chair, must also take the blame. We bought in into this nonsense internationally where America, the big countries were telling us, you can't go beyond 1.2 of your GDP in, 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 in allocating the budget for the defenses. When at that time, robotics was being introduced in the US, and they were pouring billions into research and production. So sometimes we are naive because we just look at our plate here. And, and I share the consensus that that MRA keeps on raising. But if we are going to raise it and look at it at um, just these people who are in power, then we, we defeat the peoples. We must look at all the mistakes, we must look at the weaknesses, we must be able to come together and say, how do we correct this? We must get out of this thing as defense where we think that if it breaks, we knock at somebody and at arms school, we knock at that because we must be having systems in place which will say to us in the next three years, this thing Nakanjani has to be replaced here and there and there. I mean, I'm I'm quite piffed with uh, being told that a rifle can't be used because we need a particular uh, screw and we don't have it. So you can't use that that rifle. It's not a major thing, it's one part. I'm saying that we have weaknesses, but if we put our heads together, Chairperson, we can overcome this. But then of course, we need—we are going to need your help. And that is why I've put on my begging cap that unless we have parliament supporting us when we ask for more funds, we're not going to win. Because as I said, there are competing uh, things there. And it says to me that we must also have in that conference of ours, we must also say, what do we need to sacrifice in the short term to ensure that our budget can go a little bit longer and further? Now you're not going to, we're going to put on your plate at some point, uh, the maintenance of the barracks and the discipline of the defense force, because you're not going to enforce discipline in the defense force, when you you are forcing them to stay in dilapidated buildings and they then stay at home because even just punctuality begins to be affected. And in the military, if you can't have a soldier who respects the time, forget about the other things. So we're going to, we have a basket of needs as a defense. And as I said, when I became minister, the focus must also be about that ordinary soldier, not the boss, the boss is fine, he's driven. It is that ordinary soldier's welfare that we must worry about. It is that man who is in the border, who can deal with the rain and equipment to help them see better at night and be protected from the rain is not expensive. So I'm saying the priorities within the defense, must also be turned upside down so that we can say, with this minimum, we can achieve this in this financial year and push for it. If it means that some of the things that are nice to have, uh, that we can suspend ourselves from them, then we need to be able to agree. We suspend in this project because this little money inside it will enable us to get X, Y, and Z. If we are thinking that uh, Treasury will be able to give us every cent that we need to, to just do the maintenance of all the aircrafts that we need in one financial year or two, no, they're not going to be able to because we know. But we need to be able to come out with a tight plan that they can buy into and then make sure that every cent is spent the way it should be. And when that cent is not spent in the way it should be, that we will deal with any, any what does the word know, a vacancy, any deviations from the, the set play. Um, so I would say that it is frustrating, but I am not hopeless. I think if we put our heads together, we can, we can really um, turn the corner around. It won't take a year, but we can st- start now planning, and doing the minimum that we can. Chair, I have nothing better than what I have said to say to the committee. It is just that our resolve to to renew, to see where we can scrape uh, uh, savings, and to fix things. Thank you, Chair.
0: Minister, we share the sentiments, and please uh, be assured of our support uh, for more money, uh, 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 to the department, um, it's been our call uh, for all these years, um, at least since uh, I was part of this uh, committee, that this department is underfunded and we need more money. And um, we're being exposed now. We're being exposed in all the participate in the, the missions that we are participating in. It's just that it has not come to the surface. We are. We're being exposed even internally in the uh, operations we, we are doing. And uh, we also received the step in when we released all soldiers during the COVID, uh, the manner in which our soldiers were uh, being uh, transported uh, around, I mean, in vehicles that were not fit uh, for purpose. We visited um, the border they are still using uh, uh, vehicles that were, like a stopgap measure then, because they were promised they promised more vehicles that were suitable uh, uh, for the conditions uh, in, in on on the board. So that has not happened. They call them starter pick or something. I can't remember the the the, 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 the vehicles that they are using. Uh, you know that they. F- you know, require uh, you know maintenance uh, even when it is not due, simply because of the conditions that they operate in. So, SecDef, uh, we we thank the Minister, SecDef. You will then deal with the specific uh, questions. Uh, that were raised, uh, you are going to be supported. SecDef, uh, you should be, uh, you are lucky because there's Lieutenant uh, General Yam in your midst. There's Vice Admiral Khemwane, the Chief of the Navy, he spoke earlier on. There's also Lieutenant Mbambo, um, uh, uh, Chief of the Air Force, he spoke earlier on. You also have uh, Major General Tenezi. And, uh, and the Admiral uh, Morris oh, will support a... the responses and, yeah. and then also have, uh, please switch off your, your mic and you also have um, the team from, from AMSCO so it's over to you colleagues who so with this question and bring the meeting to the end. So def-
3: thank you very much uh Chairperson uh, I think that minister has put everything so eloquently so it's almost like I'm spoiling the broth but uh, I'll try to address some of the issues that are here Chairperson I um I think that uh, for instance there was a question um, and unfortunately I also had to move out to try and get a uh, See uh, Army to come in, so I missed some of the questions that were raised by Honourable Mare. But uh, I think that what we will do is that we will quantify the funding that is needed for the servicing of all the aircraft. And um, Because uh, he was uh, asking a question whether we will be able to provide all that. But I think that maybe one of the things we may want to do is, is a step further. Is that Chairperson, besides only the issues of the servicing of the aircraft, remember that we've got um, a, we used to have uh, a defense account that deals with the procurement of uh, sovereign and strategic capabilities. Now that was cut down, and last year we managed um, to be given 1 billion. And that's why on the issues of the viral, and uh, hotel, we were able then to use that money to actually deal with whatever was the shortfall for both project uh, biro and project hotel. However, I just want to state that the amount that we paid, we paid in full for what was quoted uh, uh, for those two projects. However, the amounts uh, uh, for 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 those projects uh, are also in foreign currency. So we may be affected by issues of foreign currency fluctuation, depending on what the exchange rate is is going to be. But at the time when we got the money, we had then been able to pay everything. But as we say, um, this will help us at least to do a little bit of the work. We still need to have some more vessels that can help us uh, take our, our work forward, and I think Earlier on, uh, Sea Navy, when he responded, he was able to eloquently actually state that in as much as we have this, maybe it gives us a little bit of respite, but then it also means that we still need to uh, build up some of uh, um, our capacities. Jefferson, um, we we do have uh, um, uh, our colleagues here who will deal with the issues uh, of whether we can upgrade the rattle or not on the issue of the litigation on dinel the litigation was coming largely from sub green tech and it is because they had invested an amount of about 120 million in dinel land systems and that is actually the component of dinel that deals with the project of roof a at the time they wanted to liquidate the entire general in order for them to be able to recoup the $120 million. And I know that at some stage we were able to keep that at bay. I'm not sure at this point whether they, this matter has surfaced, but uh, I haven't heard anything about it. So I think at the time, whatever uh, we, we tried uh, to do to deal with it uh, uh, has assisted us a little bit. Chairperson, one of the issues that we need uh, to uh, to deal with in terms of also of our maintenance of uh, some of these capabilities that we have, I think uh, Honorable Mare was telling us that the the vehicles that were going to be uh, replaced by the Wolf Acer, they were vehicles that were uh, acquired in in the seventies now if then we have to repair some of those vehicles we then get told that we have to use the original um equipment manufacturer of those why can't we get these uh, spare parts here at home and it is one of the discussions that we had about uh, two weeks ago to say that really we, we should be able to get parts from home here that we can fix but we are also able to get them quickly so that then we don't have quite a period lapse in time before we actually uh, get these ones. But even besides that, we should be even, at least in the smallest ways possible, propping up our own defence industry rather than uh, waiting for long protracted periods of time to get these bears even coming from abroad when we are really propping up other countries to build up their own defense industry so that is one of the things that we needed to deal with we have also um um even at the point that i came into the department there was that decision to say that there is no way we can continue with Wolf aster And as it was uh, eloquently put before, that this Wolf aster was from 2006. And I'm sure from a technology point of view, had we been able, with all the resources being available, we would have come up with the state-of-the-art combat vehicles. But uh, if we are 16 years down the line, and we have not able, uh, been able to complete that, it becomes very difficult to really even think it will be the state-of-the-art uh, combat vehicle. But what we are then saying, um, as the minister uh, well, uh, alluded earlier on that, there are people um, you know, who have been making the inquiries and things like that. But we are also looking from the departmental point of view to say we have put in a lot of money already. We cannot, even if it is impossible for us to proceed with Project Woof ASTER now, what is it that we can be able to recoup from that? Now, uh, this roof ASTER was going to for, uh, unfold in two phases, the, develop, the design and development phase, which is phase one, and the second phase, which was industrialization. Now, even the phase one of design and development has not yet been completed, but. Can we salvage the data packs that are there for the work that we have done, at least up to the point where we are at? We will also have to look at what bank guarantees are there. And I know that in the presentation, there was a talk that there is the possibility of us recouping the 1.4 billion. So I think that we are hoping that we will not be able to lose everything. And indeed, Jefferson, in the department we've been saying what are the components of DINEL that are critical in the delivery of the mandate of defense as given to us by the Constitution? And maybe the focus should be on those ones and say, uh, um, you know, chunk by chunk, let's see whether we can be able to salvage uh, uh, some of those things that are there. Yes, there was a talk about DINEL coming to the DOD, However, we know the state that it is in, and then we will need to actually have uh, serious discussions around it, because to then say that, okay, they are where they are, take them as they are. There are lots of liabilities that come with that. But it's, I think the point I'm trying to make is that we can't just take it. We need to look at it, and then we see how it it, it can be. Um, uh, revived if it was to come to us, and what will be needed for us to be able um, to move uh, 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 forward. Chairperson, maybe um, um, in a nutshell, let me say that most of these uh, uh, capabilities that we procure, they normally go through a multi-year process. Uh, and I think Wolf Esther is one of those, it shows from one year to the other how long it has been in the making. So that's why through the SDA, we could carry some of the money so that then we finish some of those uh, these projects. There are a number of other projects as well where we have put the money, but we know that we are going to struggle to get all the required funding for us to be able to complete all uh, uh, those projects. So um, as we are saying, we need to actually do our own introspection, see what it is that we can live with what, and see what it is that we cannot be um, able um, to live with. Because even within the context of DINEL, uh, uh, from whom we actually acquire most of our capabilities, we know that some of their divisions, they've actually also lost the, the bigger part of their personnel. And then also, it becomes difficult for them to do maintenance uh, uh, for us. And as we were talking earlier on about those uh, midlife uh, uh, maintenance that we need to do on some uh, 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 of our our vehicles. But chairperson, um, maybe before I hand over to the other people, the reason why we have a defense industry in South Africa is that any country worth its salt it cannot rely on its defense capabilities to come from elsewhere besides then doing uh, producing those capabilities because if then we are going to rely on those uh, other countries to produce our defense capabilities we may also be inviting uh, problems for ourselves and i think that with when denial was at its peak, it showed that it gave us a sense of comfort as a country, but also it meant that we were very much alive to the security issues. And I think that uh, in a number of platforms, we have tried to draw our attention about the, the security situation and how dire the situation is. But as the minister says, we need to go back to the drawing board. See what we can do. See what is salvageable for us to be able to move forward. And then, Chairperson, if you may allow me, let me hand over to Admiral Morris, and I'm handing over to him in his capacity as the acting Chief Defence Material. Because when we acquire through AMSCO, we 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 work through our Defence Materials Division, and he has been even though he's acting now. He has been in it for a long time, so he will be able to respond to some of the questions. That is what I would like to say, Chairperson. In a nutshell, thank you.
0: Okay, thank you very much, uh, sector Without knowing, you have covered um, almost uh, seventy to eighty uh, percent of the questions. Um, the only re- and and the minister in her comment uh, just walked over all of them. And uh, the only remaining questions, um, uh, because I was trying to audit the questions now, um, is the, the bank guarantees, uh, uh, will that not expose, if we uh, uh, call uh, up our bank guarantee, will that not expose uh, treasury? Uh, in other words, uh, who provided surety for, for this guarantee? And that question has not been answered. And then the second question was the training uh, of our, a pilot in the context of um, about 33 aircraft um, uh, being uh, grounded, and uh, whether <clears throat> was that the reason why we are training our pilot uh, outside the country? Um, the, there was a question of what are the alternatives. I think uh, the minister touched on that question. Uh, Mr. Dexter also also touched on that question. What are the alternatives? And in the presentation, this, the CEO of um, uh, AMSCO also touched on the alternatives. I think we need to concretize that. But there's a suggestion that we need a meeting where we put our heads together, see what uh, is possible, and um, but we'll delegate that to to you. Uh, but you, uh, but we'll provide support. But let's see how it goes. Uh, then uh, and then Mose, uh, I think you also covered Mose. The only question that was not dealt with. You've dealt with MUTLE on the relocation of um, a DNL and what may be possible and what uh, given the fact that they are in the state that they are and their components maybe that you may not that are not really <clears throat> uh, required to support your core uh, capability and uh, but MUTLE raise the issue of um, the systems that they may that might be outdated insofar as the the project i think you dealt with that question Uh, but you may want to be specific uh, on it Uh, so those are the questions in the main that have not been directly uh, dealt with Uh, whoever is now is going to respond i uh, invite the response to be direct and any other additional information that they may give us uh, who is next on the list of uh,
3: admiral morris
0: admiral morris chairperson if i may yes mr Martin? Uh, just,
1: just just a question on whether there are any litigation processes currently uh, going on uh, yes. you know between Sarp and, and and the dell and um, um, uh, score and also in terms of the other aircraft like the Pilatus and, and the others as
11: well and the grippers thank you yes i, I missed that one my apologies mr murray uh Admiral- thank you thank you chairperson and uh, minister of defense and members of the portfolio committee as well as armscore uh, thank you uh chairperson for for raising this issue Highlighting these specific questions, maybe just to augment the the response in terms of the bank guarantees before uh, OMSCO will, will most probably respond. Uh, I think it is it is it is uh, worthwhile to note that um, if we call up the bank guarantees on Project Wufacer, as per the per the presentation, uh, Chairperson, uh, what will then happen? The bank will then automatically um, uh, request the NEL to provide. Uh, actually, to to reimburse them, which they do not have, which actually will translate into liquidation. But what is paramount to this issue, uh, chairperson, is that it is not the only bank guarantee that we that that that, that that's basically uh, uh, at the banks uh, on who on 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 the now. We have got various other contracts. We've got various other projects, based uh, equipment, etc., etc., etc. Uh, members of, of, of this committee. So, if a one bank guarantee gets recalled, that bank will automatically liquidate uh, Danel. So, it is either um, we 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 prevent such a situation, or we basically call up all key guarantee guarantees. Of all the equipment in order to re channel or reallocate that funding to the refurbishment of the air and uh, the, the, the Air Force, the land worth, as well as the maritime assets, as alluded to previously during this, uh, this uh, discussion. Uh, Chairperson, my understanding is that these uh, guarantees, are, which we has been uh, reflected by AMSCO, is not linked to National Treasury. Uh, but they they will confirm that. I'm sure that the CEO will confirm that. Um, if I may just quickly just reflect, uh, Chair, if I'm allowed, uh, the Saab Grintog defense uh, application for the liquidation of the NEL. Uh, um, I think Mr. Mare's question, uh, that matter is not yet resolved uh, as, as far as uh, I, I'm concerned. Um, but I'm sure that OMSCO will have also more information, but that is not the only uh, litigation um which is currently pending uh, thank you chairperson i submit thank, thank you very thank you very much
0: um i'm now ceo you see there is an issue of uh, the call-up of the brain guarantee and the suggestion that um uh, uh <clears throat> you you i mean in relation to warfare still, we uh, <clears throat> some of the systems that they, they were able to produce or work that they were able to produce can then be preserved and be utilized elsewhere. And uh, I don't know, you You have been in the company and we have worked in the private sector for a very long time. And I don't know if uh, <clears throat> that would be, possible because once uh, there is a process of liquidating uh, any company, and uh, you see, the company is prohibited from preferring one creditor over another creditor or over other creditors. They rank all creditors to say these are the creditors and if it it's a, a ten rand that is available from liquidation, they'll then see what each creditor was owed, and then distribute that uh, a ten rand in the proportions. So it will not be just that simple because you were the main uh, account. Uh, you, you 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 were the main account for DINEL. You could easily be preferred. Uh, 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 or you'll be uh, the first to take from uh, the thing, and whatever is left over is then divided amongst the creditors. No, it's not like that. It's going to be in proportions depending on of, of whatever the liquidators may actually realise as uh, from uh, uh, whatever is left. Uh, within Denel to then pay off all the creditors. But you may want to comment on that. I'm saying so that we don't live in, in that full paradise, inverted commas, that uh, well, no, if anything happens to them, uh, whatever they've done for us, we could recoup and use it elsewhere. It doesn't work like that. It would be auctioned and whatever uh, you know, uh, is, is is realized will then be put in a kitty to be paid out to all the creditors in the order that they they would be ranked. But you'll comment on that. You'll know these things better than I do. Thanks. Over to CEO. Uh,
6: thanks, chairperson uh, Chapasin, um, just to uh, comment on, uh, rather add on what Admiral Morris has just indicated. Yes, it's correct. Chep. These bank guarantees are mainly with the financial institutions, various banks. Uh, its National Treasury is not party to any of these bank guarantees. Uh, but I will ask uh, the CFO just to briefly touch on that structure. The, the issue of the PC7 uh, contracts and what is the status and what is stalling the process I'll ask uh, Mr. Joshua to quickly deal with that. Uh, are there any legal cases between the the Swiss or the British involving TNL and so Insofar as uh, the, the 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 aircrafts are concerned, uh, there is none, Chair, whatsoever. The only case that is uh, that we are aware of that involves TNL is in relation to the OEM of the platform for the start, which is Patria, a company from Finland, which is the OEM of those platforms. But uh, they tried to join us into that uh, case, but we successfully, you know, demonstrated that the contract was between uh, Denel and Patria uh, because it was, I suppose the strategy was to try and say, but... Uh, the, the money is coming from AMSCO is a contracting party so it is it was a convenient move for them but we were able to, to, to challenge that successfully so the, the pending a, a, a dispute is between those parties. Uh, in that order and, and perhaps maybe Mr. Makagula can briefly uh, touch on why we believe RATEL is an alternative but we are not saying it's, it's an ideal you know, situation, but under the circumstances, we believe there's something we can do with the existing because it will be an upgrade, so meaning it will be an improvement in terms of the technological advancement uh, that actually will, uh, in, in, a, in, a, in a long way, deal with some of the deficiencies that were identified with the current platform. Uh, in that order, I will ask the colleagues to, to, to respond.
5: Thank you, Chair. Just
6: in terms of
7: the, the bank guarantees, our claim will be against the banks, not against the NAL. So, in terms of the corporate guarantee, you're fully correct. I mean, they will, we will be just another creditor in terms of timing against the, the NAL itself. But for the bank guarantees, we just need to give a certificate that they did not comply with the
8: contract in terms of that for the bank then to pay out our fund.
12: Okay. Uh, with regard to the uh, PC Seven, uh, Switzerland. Uh, just to give background, uh, the previous order had a, a contract manager from uh, Switzerland, uh, and during the new contract uh, negotiation, we had uh, a new contract manager uh, who was not familiar with the process itself. So what happened was that uh, during the contract negotiations, we had a prolonged uh, negotiation phase whereby the contractor wanted to have a huge fixed cost, which were unacceptable to the Air Force. So the compromise was that for one year, the contractor can have a fixed cost. And uh, when year two and year three comes into play, that fixed cost will fall off. Uh, during the second year of activation of the contract, the contract manager then uh, started to negate on the initial uh, agreement whereby they stopped services with AMSCO, uh, on the basis that they demanded to have the fixed cost before they can execute the, the work itself. Uh, that resulted in some of the delays. So in, in effect, the contract is still in existence until the 1st of January 2023. The reasons why we are having low aircrafts available is not because of the Cubans. Uh, but we have oxygen regulators, which are uh, a service in uh, in Europe, and with the COVID uh, situation, uh, the 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 plant couldn't uh, cope with the huge demand. So we have uh, a a prolonged repair process, which has severely affected the aircraft availability. I uh, thank you, sir. Okay, thank you very much. Any other?
6: Uh, on the issue of the Rattle, as you have yourself uh, mentioned, that the vehicle was launched in 1976, so it's uh, about 45 years old. So, in essence, uh, the Rattle will be a temporary solution because you almost need to change everything inside the vehicle except the the body, the shell. Because if you look at the engine, the engine. It doesn't meet the emission standards anymore, and also you can find the components of the engine. So you need to replace the engine, the gearbox, the wiring harness, except the shell. So it can be done, but yes, it's a costly uh, a temporary so- solution. We need to find a complete new replacement for a vehicle, something between the Rufester there and the rattle in lieu of the limited funding, what you say?
0: Okay, thank you. Um, I was. I think you were the last person. Was that not the last person, Advocate?
6: Yes, that that was the
0: last uh, person. Okay, thank you. No, no, no. thank thank you very much, colleagues. uh, Thank you very much for the uh, discussion. Uh, Very candid, um, uh, frank. Uh, We really appreciate it, Uh, but to drill down into the nitty-gritty, some of which can't be aired uh, in public, uh, it may be necessary, uh, but I will consult with uh, the committee at some point to convene a a one-on-one meeting, a meeting with uh, each chief, uh, the Army, SAMS, um, uh, Army, SAMS, uh, Air Force and uh, Navy uh, <clears throat> uh, in a like a private, a closed uh, meeting. Somewhat, the same meeting we like like the same we had uh, previously. We it was a good meeting. Um, we were able to understand to get uh, a, a good picture of what the the issues are and on the of that we appreciated why, when the of which core capabilities were seriously uh, hampered um, by lack of uh, funding. So, so I think we need to go back, revisit those those discussions uh, once again. Uh, in other words i'm not closing the discussion we are just adjourning the discussion on the issues that have been um, uh, highlighted um colleagues It is not the right time to 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 end the meeting Right. I think it's the right time to end the meeting. The president is addressing, is replying to, to the debate in the next uh, one and a half hours. Colleagues, Minister, uh, DM, uh, thank you very much. Uh, Minister, uh, uh, SACDEF, uh, uh the team from uh, AMSCO, uh, led by the board chair and uh, uh, colleagues from uh, uh, Auditor General, uh, we appreciate your presence. It, it helps a great deal uh, in supporting in, in the portfolio committee in fulfilling its uh, responsibility or commitment uh, to the Constitution. Uh, with that, I think it's now the right time to adjourn the meeting. Um, colleagues, thank you very much. Uh, the meeting is uh, accordingly adjourned. Thank you so much.
12: Thank you,